0: So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the fab foe, Hey everyone, this is part two of episode forty nine really hope you enjoy it. Happy new year again thanks for listening let's
1: uh let's let's play our second set of the night, which is also a second set um, and this one's from the last night of the run one three fifteen set two hope you enjoy.
0: everyone that was january 3rd 2015 set two, stealing time into down with disease into light into sneak and sally into sand into harry hood into Susie greenberg um with an encore which was good times bad times by led zeppelin the band um guys what the fuck man no there was just segues what happened what happened that what happened in that set
5: to read through the songs, I mean, it was uh, it was very special. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, we'll talk about the disease a lot, but, uh, you know, cohesively, you know, in giving us that set at the culmination of the four nights, um, unbelievable, an unbelievable energy. I know, Greg, I was hanging with you, RJ, uh, you know, that night. Um, we, we had an amazing time, an amazing time. Sneak and Sally, for me, I think was the highlight. So fun.
3: I feel like they just got on stage that night and, like, they didn't need to play. They were just there. They were in it from the first note of, like, of the show. They just were in it. And by second set, even, like, I mean, even through good times, bad times, uh, like, I felt like Trey would have just kept going. Like, if they would have given him another hour and a half, he just would have kept going. But it just that second set was brilliant. That was like no downtime, no no moment to catch your breath. My favorite part of it was definitely the segue from light into Sally because Sally came out of like nowhere, just popped up at it. Well, I mean, you are sneaking Sally, so (laughs) makes sense. But (laughs) that was just that was a thing of magic. That was that was awesome. My. The one thing that I did notice with Sam, though, was I felt like uh, they were like just so excited that they just like barreled into it, and it was much quicker than I'm used to. Like, but it worked in that moment.
2: Yeah, it was, I thought it was just funky, fresh, tray locked in. You know, nothing crazy. No. but I I thought it was good.
6: I feel and like I, that whole set built to that Sally it had yeah. the right amount of peaks and waves they were spaced apart if you listen to it it was like every 20 minutes it would go from funky and mellow and funky and mellow
1: but the whole set just slowly built up to that the real dead can can we talk I, I was um a little i was talking to my wife a little bit so i apologize but um did, did we talk about the disease and like the little the, at the end just like the little funk section that was just i thought was amazing
2: dude um, i had I had that disease. The shifts, I thought, between the themes were seamless, in my opinion. You know, you had mm-hmm. funk, space, ambient rock, rock, you know, and I think it went, you know, it started out kind of like you had a thick groove, and then it was kind of all of a sudden air full arrow into a space euphoria kind of thing. And then, you know, of course, they had that Manteca melody motif, yeah! you know, peak, mm-hmm. you know, which... I thought was freaking killer. And then you kind of had the abstruse finale kind of, but I thought at that 1630 mark, you know, I thought they, I mean, it could have closed right there and kind of whittled down and ebbed. Um, but then Fishman went beast mode and just revived it. He really brought that thing. Oh man. He brought that thing. Agreed.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, so, yeah. Go ahead. Allie. Okay. Okay. It's like, yeah, exactly what you said, Kevin. Like, by 16 minutes, like, everything starts to, like, just kind of slow down. But, like, Fishman just kicks it into, like, overdrive and, like, brings it home. And I still don't know how they just didn't barrel into Manteca. Like, it had lingered there for a good amount of time. And I- I'm just really, really surprised that it didn't, that they didn't go into it. I loved... I, I just I loved it. I loved the end of it. It felt like, what did I say? Like around twenty two minutes. Like uh, with Fishman's percussion, it felt like Miami to me. Like in a piece of music, it was like sort of groovy and a little sexy, and it had like a little bit of a Spanish kind of funky to it. It was that was the highlight of Disease for me. It was like twenty two minutes on. I just
2: did you just I compare loved. the end of Down with Disease to Gloria Stefan? Yes, oh, I do. I love, I love Gloria. <laughs> Queen of Might. Dude, I, 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 sound machine I, shit.
6: I, I listened to a lot of Gloria Estefan last week to get pumped up for Miami. I listened oh, to a Conga, sure some 1, 2, 3, 4. I was boogieing in the kitchen at work.
1: Can I tell you something? We're <laughs> going to have to find a new intro music for the podcast because that's what we're going to play. We're going to play Gloria Estefan. Now we can. Now yeah, we got to find can. something. we to have to play like... Yep the theme music from Dexter or something
2: but the disease was clearly 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 the home run it was crazy
0: man i mean i thought it was just like a 20 minute manteca jam at the time i was like oh sweet sweet manteca jam forever
1: <laughs> he did i he saw did. the tweets and then <laughs> and then <laughs> he like,
0: but no one's no one's crediting it in the official world. but we're 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 official enough we'll say it was right didn't that sound like that to you guys
3: Agreed. Oh, I, heard uh, I, I heard it. I heard it all night. Time.
6: It might have been RJ standing behind me humming it, but I heard it. <laughs> I called
2: it. Yeah, the it was like the manteca, manteca, whatever the hell you want to call it. But I call it like the. It was just kind of the motif was running, you know, running and rippling through it. I mean, they didn't go into it, but it was clearly there, yeah. no it was doubt.
0: There. So was this the, the highlight of the run for you guys, jam-wise, maybe besides the ghost from the first night?
6: The disease definitely explored the most different styles of music that Fitch plays in the jam during the run. They played some funk, they played a little slower, they played some deep, dark music, some, a little bit of space jam in there. I think it was really complete. They could have went on with it all night for me. There
2: were, se- there were several themes, but the thing about that disease is those themes, the, 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 they were seamless, I mean, they went into all of those different elements, and it was absolutely seamless, which so, was which unlike the Tahoe Tweezer, where there was clearly was t- delineated, you know, chunks, mm-hmm. you know, of music. I thought that disease was just completely just straight through. Well, no, Kevin, cool.
1: some, people, some people have said at the 10-minute mark of this disease, you know, they take that pretty drastic turn, and, and people are calling it a composed little jam. You know, maybe even the trappings from like from, you know, the Halloween jams that, that didn't make it make the cut or whatever. But d um, I, I don't what do you guys think? You know, I, I don't think that jam is good enough to be a composed jam. Does that make sense? Like it's a great jam and all, but like I feel like if they're going to compose something, it's going to be something like your pet cat, you know? I don't know. I, like,
6: I, agree, right. I, I agree. And between the nine and a half minute mark and the 14 minute mark, it seems like they really switched tempo three different times. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think in a composed jam, they really would have went with one style for you know, more
1: than a few minutes. Right. I mean, they took a turn. There's no doubt they like, stopped on a dime. And were like, no, oh, they yeah. turned at yeah. the nine
6: and a half minute mark, the 10 yeah. and a half minute mark, the 14 minute mark. They were really, you know. They, you know, they I don't know if they knew where they wanted it to go, but it was going there.
1: Awesome, so we just proved everybody wrong. Cool. Um, anyway, so let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the Sally. Uh, you know the light was the disease, obviously we, we all loved it. The light was really good. Um, I thought it was a pretty standard light. Don't get me wrong, standard means standard means good.
2: Yeah, it, it was a good light, but it was just yeah. fueled off the, da- the, the disease, I thought. Yeah. Right. yeah, it was right. it was danceable, you know. I mean, you know, it was good. They were all locked in. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the Sally. Uh, did anybody else hear Isabella T's and the Sally? Yeah, was, definitely. Yeah, there's definitely okay. others. For yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But I thought that Sally was perfect spot, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I love the second set, Sally, and then, middle of the yeah, second set. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: And then the excursion they took after the vocal jam was awesome. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, the vocal jam and the Sally's a little bit, like, RJ and I always kind of make fun of the vocal jam and the YM, like, we could do without it, but it's part of the song, even though they don't play it anymore. But um, (laughs) the Sally, you know, the vocal jam, like, if it's 45 seconds, it's fine, right? I mean, no big deal. Like, let them them have their little, like, heyday or, like, you know, flex their muscles or whatever they're doing. Weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's part of the Sally jam, though. I think that's it, right? Like without it, maybe it wouldn't be as much of a thing. Yeah, but when, you know,
1: it w- it wasn't there when they you know when they yeah it, it's a, it's a more recent development. That's true.
2: But I think they gave us the treat afterwards because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that was a fun ride after.
0: Yeah, I think Brad, we were the, maybe there when they first started doing that, which was island tour, or maybe maybe it was ninety seven, but anyway, it was close to that, and that was awesome. Right so they can do that vocal jam all the time it was uh-huh. crazy though that they played that because after the after what we had seen already I mean I don't know I was thinking it was going to be something something slow you mm-hmm. know from well, stealing that- time down with disease light I thought it I, would be like I, I, going to Life Boy or something you know which would have been. Yeah.
3: Awesome. I could have even see I wouldn't have been surprised I thought it was gonna end up into light. I thought it was gonna go light sand. Uh I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that yeah, they would have skipped Sally and gone light sand. So like when Sally dropped, like I was with uh just a group of people and we all just exploded into little pieces of glitter. Like fish knows how to drive us wild. Like <laughs> they know how to do it. I thought yeah. that was The thing that I love most about fish are those moments, like, those emotional moments when you feel everybody else, like, vibrating around you, and you feel everybody else's energy, and the whole place just feels like it's going to explode. And that is exactly... What did I write? Uh, After the vocal jam, uh, oh, um, yeah, send everyone into outer space. That's what I felt like was going to happen during Sally. So I thought the placement was just perfect.
5: It's unexpected, so, but it totally makes sense.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a it's a little dance tune. They're like, it's the last night. Let's let's all let's get this over with in the, in the right yeah. way. Um, oh, and this, they did. The transition was just really good too. Back to transitions, like light into Sally. I thought was just mm-hmm. smooth and you know steady. Just it, here we go.
3: Out of left field, like Trey just dropped mm-hmm. into it like out of left field.
1: Nice. RJ called it though, so no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, of course um, he did. I was
0: I was calling everything <laughs> as far as I knew.
1: <laughs>
6: I I heard it. <laughs> the nice. only thing Look, I called
0: <laughs> The only thing I called was Hood, which I was calling all night to anyone who would because, like every song. It was clearly happening at some point. And then nice. I did
6: I get caught. Call- I guess call Love Night Blues opener every night, and once a year I look like an absolute genius. Genius <laughs> <laughs>
0: strategy.
1: Once a year in '92, '93 maybe. Um. Anyway, so I think you know. Let's talk about the sand a little bit, right? The sand is everyone's. Uh, well, not everyone's. I, I I assume everyone loves sand. What do you think?
2: Yes. Oh yeah, I would say consensus. Everyone is loves. Yes. Sand.
4: Yeah.
1: Good. And this was a, this was a, an exceptional sand. And I think Allie, your amazing point that maybe this light should have gone directly into a sand is pretty astute. And then they threw the Sally, in so they, you know, a little curveball. But here comes your sand afterwards. So you still get what you wanted. You still get more dance, right? More dance. Yeah, tunes. and it
3: was. Just- it was just such a different energy coming from Sally. Like if they would have went light sand, it would have been. I said it before. Like the sand, it didn't feel rushed, but it was like that—that that more up tempo, that hut, like just that quicker, a little bit quicker than normally, and just you know, it the sand, and it was just full steam ahead, and it was effortless, and but it was definitely a little quicker than I was used to, but I just. Who doesn't love sand? You're right. Everybody does. <laughs> the
6: sand was definitely a funky, good dance party. That's for sure. Uh-huh.
3: I guarantee,
2: if you got on Twitter, you'd find somebody who hated sand. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> well, we we talked about the ghost prize a little bit, right? Like, there's a little bit of a sand prize,
1: I guess, too, right? Like the kind of like after the jam, they kind of went back into the no. What do you guys think? I'm I don't wrong. know.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. They
6: they kept it around. Yeah,
0: it wasn't they totally. They might not have strayed like- that.
6: Far. They might not have strayed that far yeah. from it. Yeah. But it was definitely right. there the right. whole throughout the whole thing. It They yeah. finished it. Whatever that's fucking worth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, somebody I'd been waiting to party with all weekend came over halfway through "Sand," and the second half of the song is just kind of a big blur for me, anyway. Nice. Even when I, even when I re-listen to it, I can't really focus. <laughs> <laughs> that means it
1: was a good sand, right or a good night maybe yeah.
0: it, it was a great sound both Sweet. both everything and then so we all knew right that the hood was going to close it out I mean close to close it out I guess I thought it was going to close it out but then they played another song after but Patrick you already said you thought the hood sucked so, I
5: didn't say it sucked I, know, I said it didn't live it up is. to you know what I it just hoped didn't for. go
2: deep it didn't go deep like a lot it was
6: straightforward. 14s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, 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 it was a straightforward hood. We got a happy birthday tease. Come on, be a little that positive cool. about hood.
3: Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't
6: my birthday, but it was somebody's birthday.
2: It was somebody in the front row. I saw Trey looking what- at him. I don't know who it was though.
6: Yeah, they they, they probably had a sign or a tiara or some shit.
3: I think they. I think in the notes it said that uh, they had a sign. But in, like, during the first Where Do You Go When The Lights Go Out, like, Trey starts giggling a little bit and, like, can't, like, like, he giggles and for some reason I love that because it just, it humanizes the band and, like, it shows how much fun they really are having up there. And I, I mean, I liked the hood. It's straightforward. I always love a good hood. I would have liked a Yem, but I think everyone would have liked a Yem instead of a hood. But I just, I thought it was I thought it was perfect for where it was, and it was a perfect ending to that set.
0: <laughs> if they had play, I, played, played, you enjoy myself in <laughs> not hood, I would have been pissed. I've would have been very pissed.
6: Really? If they played fluffhead, if they played, Anything. if they played, if they played fluffhead and not hood, I would have been okay with
0: it. Yeah, hood is what I. I mean, hood is why I go see fish. That's 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 where <laughs> I get. That's where I get what I need to get from from this. You know, that everyone has I those get- songs.
2: Well, oh, it's qu- it's quintessential fish. It's just
0: there. There's there's something that just there's something that happens that I think is just no matter what happens in in the song that version, it's just a it's a wonderful wonderful piece of music. But but yeah, maybe everyone been happier with you enjoy myself, which would have been fine. But like you know. What are they gonna do with you? Join myself? We I mean, do some trampolines yeah. and shit, but like, come on. And some vocal jam. Fucking hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like that 30
1: seconds where Mike really kills it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, but the you guys are probably right. I'm probably in the minority there, but it was um, it was You're a not. really You're special not. time. I thought. And I get it. The then they were like like fairly standard, then into Susie, and then I mean it, it just kept going and going. I didn't know. I didn't think they were ever going to stop.
2: Oh, it was high energy Susie, and I thought Paige, like, Paige stole that one. Yeah. I thought he was a yeah. monster at the end of that. So the
0: encore, good times, bad times, is like classic fucking rock and roll fish, which I thought was <laughs> awesome, it, awesome as usual. Um, what do you guys think about the, the, just the statement of closing out the the four-night run with good times, bad times? I think it was great. It was a great
6: ending to a great
0: weekend. Biggest takeaway from the Miami run overall. Patrick, do you want to start?
5: It was a great run. I mean, they, they strung together four nights of really high-energy music. I think everything that we have learned to love about them in 2014 that you know, we saw, as I mentioned earlier... Each member of the band really you know, took their turn in the spotlight. Trey had a great run. Uh, you know, Paige, I really, you know, there's been some conversation about how Paige is really stepping up and really driving the creative direction of the band, and I think that was in evidence as well. Um, you know, despite my dissatisfaction with the hood... You know, I'm going to hold on to that a little bit longer. But, you know, overall, again, the combination of the people, uh, the fans, the the city, the color, the energy, the vibe. I mean, I I can't ask for anything more. And uh, 2015 is going to be just killer. Just killer.
0: Awesome.
1: I like the positivity.
0: That was great, Patrick. Who, who can – does anyone want to go next? Their biggest takeaways from – no,
2: I, run? I, I totally concur with Patrick. I thought, uh, I thought the city was great. I thought, uh, I thought the venue was good. I mean, there it wasn't cumbersome. Uh, you know, I thought the, uh, like I said, security was good. I thought the sound was good. People will argue with me on that, um, but, uh, but I thought they strung together a great run from start to finish. Um, and like I said, you know, I'll go back to that, you know, one three that last night. Um, you know, I think that was probably one of the best shows of 2014. And if that's the launching pad, you know, into this summer, um, I'm fired up and I'm ready. Let's do it. Nice, <laughs> Craig. So, about you, Greg? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I thought that it was a great run musically. The city was very accommodating and easy to get around and warm and awesome. And if I never have to stay in New York for another New Year's in my entire life, I won't be unhappy about it. Even if I have to go someplace cold, because it sucks to not be on vacation during Fish Tour. And I don't want to wait another 170 days till they start playing again. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. I could do another 10-night run right now. Woohoo! Wow.
0: In my sleep. I could not. Maybe that's because I have kids, but there's no way I couldn't even do a one night run right now. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> that, that,
6: that that was the that was the first thing I said when it ended. I said eh, I could do another four nights right now.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Nice. That would be. be fun. Ellie, Ellie, what's your what's your takeaway?
3: You know, I I thought it was perfect. I thought I I loved the idea. Oh my god, New York. Sorry, New York City is very loud right now. Um I loved the idea of bringing in the new year with fish rather than closing out a year with fish really starting and starting a year with them and spending time with like people I love in a beautiful city with beautiful beaches and they were just on and you know Patrick had said like Paige really shined and really you know stood out for, throughout the run and even on one one like like I said sleeper for me but they played solid and even though it wasn't my show it was a solid show and I like, gave
6: one one some love today it wasn't that bad people are it wasn't hating.
3: that bad but it because one
6: one raged
3: it, because, one, one was you know, because, great because even though they weren't the songs that I would have picked it was such beautiful playing and such cohesion that it didn't matter what they were playing. And I think that the run, they just showed what they have and showed how Halloween changed them and showed how spending so much time together over the past, what is it, five years now, like has brought them to better places in their own lives and in the relationship that they have with each other. I think that, you know, the year, the run just capped off a year of back to intimacy between the four of them which in turn we reap the benefits of because Mm -hmm. they're back in love and they're back to where they're in a good place and i just i am very excited to see what the music sounds like next you know this year now like 2015 like i'm excited to see where they can go from here because it's only up so yeah i'll 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 jump
2: off that real quick you know one thing and i said it earlier um yeah i think one thing that was definitely clear after you know that four night miami run is that fish is in a very very good place right now musically um and i think that bodes well for the future um i don't think there's any question they're in a very good place
0: yeah yeah I, I agree with all you guys. I mean, mm-hmm. my biggest takeaway, I think maybe, is that they. Um, it, it just reminds you that it's always worth traveling to go see a fish show. You know, even I'm though you're never like,
6: gonna regret it, you're not. Oh, you're, yeah. it, you're never regret. gonna regret it. You're never gonna look at that credit card bill and be like, "Oh, that was money bad spent. Why <laughs> did I spend that <laughs> money in Miami
2: seeing fish?" I
0: had these like, uh, I <laughs> mean,
2: it could have been, it, it been a new couch.
0: Dude, I haven't,
2: regret, I haven't regretted it since 95, so I guess I'm never going to regret it.
6: You, you almost didn't even go. You didn't book your flight to the I last minute. You, you, should, you should tell your story on and the I'm, podcast. I'm no, he, I said. Dude, Kevin's, said, uh, f- Kevin's if, a professor said, emeritus five? of
0: fish. He's allowed to do whatever he wants anytime. I think even though – okay, so what you guys are saying makes sense. But but there there's also this like – what what I was reminded of is the distinction – between the the shows that just completely blow your mind and make you not be able to understand how this band like does what they do and the the other shows which are all better than any other band's shows it's like it's really hard to even say it like that without sounding like an idiot but like there are those nights that happen that are what maybe three to four times Maybe maybe more than that per year that are just like Merryweather to Halloween, the third, maybe one of the one of the nights in the summer early on. July fourth, I would say. July fourth, Randall's Randall. Randall's, yeah. set, Randall's night three. I mean,
6: when when, two, when you know, yeah. when, when yeah.
0: 2015
6: is over, when two thousand When 2015 is over, I guarantee you that waiting Antelope Rock and Roll Meat Stick might be the most fun I had the entire year. Hmm. Yeah. 355 days from now. Yeah, that's great, man. like
0: Rock and Roll and Meat Stick. Yeah, the Meat Stick was awesome. That was a great (laughs) song. I like that. But I guess, so I guess my, so I'm just, I'm sort of just, I'm giving you my opinion, but I also, I'm wondering if you guys agree that that, that that happens but also it's awesome that that's not what we're we're not all chasing that we just we just are we know that it'll happen eventually you know and i think it's partially them and it's partially us and it's partially the combination like i don't think there's any mistake that that happened the last night of a four-night run when everyone the crowd the band everyone involved was feeling probably most comfortable right
2: absolutely Agreed.
0: And that we'll keep, like, that's not why we go to see the fish, but, you know, we know that that'll happen. And this, if you're patient and you go and you enjoy it, like you guys have all talked about and really, like, put yourself out there and just have fun, you'll, you reap the benefits, you know? It's-
2: Absolutely. And like I said earlier, even, you know, you talk about the one-one, you know, I'm past the point of chasing songs. I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't need to chase any songs. I mean, not saying that I've seen. There's many songs I haven't seen, but I'm way past that point. I'm going for the music, and you know, and they're bringing it, and they have been bringing it last couple years.
1: I I would say that I would say that you can do two things. You can you can do them simultaneously, right? They're not mutually exclusive. Is that you can chase songs, and you can also chase that feeling. You can chase that high that you get, or that glow that. Takes you takes over when the lights come up after encore. You know what I mean? Because those are two separate entities, but you can get them at the same night. Absolutely. You also don't get them every show. So now we're all in it for the same thing. Like, give me that glow afterwards, and yeah, let me hear that train song, or let me hear that um, limb by limb, or whatever. You know, whatever you're looking for.
2: Agree.
6: You know what? If they play less shows in 2015, it just makes it more attainable to go to all of them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Good point.
2: I, that's, that's the most t- positive outlook you could have on it. I will say another thing about that Miami run, though, that I did like was the fact that it was easier to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, MSG, not to mention – just what a hassle the whole thing is in my opinion um you know it's a hard ticket to get it's a pain in the ass fan art uh shout out out to fan art he put on a fantastic Fantastic. um exhibit
6: i got got the hat uh, in the first half
2: there you go but uh for what pete mason does for our community it is incredible Mm -hmm. and uh you know, and just my hat's off to, to guy guys like him. Yeah. Um so anyways, shout out, good Here. job, great exhibit. Um one you know, more I went to the everyone one forgets. in Chicago too, and it was great. Yes.
6: Josh, coffee for you. He's the fucking man. All the music I have on my own com- on my phone comes from him. Yeah. Josh yep. Josh is er- Josh deserves oh, credit to
1: Josh's money. Yeah, he's a he's, he's hard working dude.
6: I didn't even fuck around with download codes this year. It's just a waste of my time. Josh, <laughs> Josh is awesome.
2: Thank you for inviting me, guys. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same.
3: please. This was fun. It was
6: a wonderful Thank time. Thank you for I making the I, time. I, I promise if I do it again, I'll wear pants.
0: No, you don't have to. It's cool. <laughs> it was this fine, was huh? good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you all for taking the time, Kevin, at Okay Deadhead. Oh, yeah. We've got the Twitter <laughs> handles. I know, no, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Allie is at Back by the Dove. Patrick is at Patrick Dot Brandon? No. No. No dot. Just no no dot. Patrick Brandon. And Greg, Greg is at Furry Thug. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an actual <laughs> <laughs> Thanks
6: guys. Thank you.
5: Fantastic.
6: See y'all. Awesome.
2: I mean, thanks everyone. Yeah, rest- All
1: right, so that was awesome. Um, wonderful guests as always and um, hope you guys enjoyed it it's probably a little long but i mean that's a four-night run right rj it's
0: pretty what you gonna do
1: yeah i mean it's a four-night run there was some really awesome fish stuff in it so we had to do it right thank you for being you and um we hope you come back so um as always Check us out at hfpod.blogs. hfpod.blogspot.com. It's pretty much a blog stop. Um, that's where you can listen to the show and also see some stuff. And then the Twitter is hfpod. And our email is helpingfriendlypodcast at gmail.com. We've been getting a couple of emails lately. Yeah, we
0: have. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, it's pretty exciting because usually we don't. Keep, so.
0: on, keep on sending <laughs> us emails, everyone. <laughs> Tell us what you think about it. Let's do it. Let's do oh, it. Man. I think you're right, Brad. And also it's cool that like we got to kind of reflect on this from a lot of different perspectives. And also it's cool and awesome that people are still listening to us doing this fake radio show.
1: <laughs> I know, and we're not even like dramatic, like that one show, whatever it's called.
3: Um, no, they're not dramatic
1: either. Oh, one cereal? with the podcast yeah yeah seriously serious, <laughs> <laughs> serious. <laughs> um, alright serious. everyone, serious. Yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. All
0: just right. go back to their lives alright I'm sure they've taken this stuff right. by now love you all keep on right, walking
1: yep